Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It is the Loud Rooster Podcast. He is Parker, I am Rob, and this is episode 14. Thanks for hanging out again. 14 teen. You remember that YouTube video from way back in the day? I don't I do think not. it was even YouTube. I do not. Yeah. What did you watch videos on E-Bombs World? Yeah, I'm YouTube? pretty sure it was either. I'm pretty sure it was E-Bombs World, yeah. Yeah. What's my age? 55. I don't my IQ is 55. <laughs> no? I don't 14 know team. Okay. Then, I'm going to have to look it know, up now. You guys out there, uh, just make sure you uh, you at the, the loud rooster to make sure yeah. that you tell us that this is real. PK is not crazy. I'm uh, dying to find crazy. out what you're talking about now. I'll, I'll send you a link for sure. So, so, you know, as our listeners uh, are aware, and I've been getting messages from folks asking me about when, you know, where's the next episode? Because, you know, there for 13 weeks, dude, we did an episode every week. Big time. And then, uh, and we've missed the last two. And, um, and, that's kind of what we want to talk about today. Today's episode is going to be a little different. For um, sure. You know, if we, uh, we're going to title this episode, uh, sometimes life gets in the way. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, we're not divorced. Rob and I aren't divorced. <laughs> but we want to throw that out there ahead of time. Your parents aren't breaking up guys. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> uh, so it's it's just been it's just been a crazy two weeks for me, man. Same. And yeah, so we you and I talked uh, a couple of days ago, and apparently you have had also a, a crazy couple of weeks, and so that's kind of what we want to get into today, and just just kind of talk about it because I need to talk about it. I need to get it um, just out of my head, just to help me kind of process it, and because uh, it it has been it's been crazy, crazy. Well, since we last had the the podcast uh, come out, I guess we can start with what's been your what's been your ups and what's been your downs. What's your what's your highs and lows? And I know it's going to be a longer section than typically we yeah. go. Um, for the both of us, so <clears throat> you know, there's it's it's been a roller coaster for me. Uh, just to give a little background, uh, I was, and I think I've talked about this before. I was unemployed for 18 months, um, starting in um, spring of 2020 because of COVID and all this stuff, and I uh, I was hired on as a um, a con a contractor. Uh, I was hired with a contractor for the CDC doing graphic design and communications and I love the job, but well, the contract world, it's uh, you know, that contract is five years and I was hired in year four. So, 
Mm. Um, what normally happens is there's a recompete for that contract, um, including the the company that is currently um, that currently has the contract, and then any other companies that may want the contract. Uh, they all come together, and uh, or they all you know com- essentially compete for that contract. Well, um, and a, a lot of these contracts are given out to uh, minority-owned small businesses. And um, the company that I was working for was uh, or is a minority-owned small business. But for whatever reason, they decided that they were not going to have this recompete process and that they were just going to award the uh, um, the contract to an even more um, exclusive, uh, even more, I don't know how to exactly phrase this, uh, even more specific. It had even more specific requirements for the rewarding of this contract. So they ended up re- record, uh, rewarding it to this company out of Anchorage, Alaska. Um, very Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, their story is, is unbelievable. Uh, but from my understanding is all of the uh, all of the funding that is brought in from this company goes to support uh, the members of this, gosh, I, I hate saying the word tribe because I don't know if I'm getting it wrong or right or whatever, but it's, just, it's a... Yeah. If these are that's right. Native Alaskan tribe members, and it supports that community, and it's a fascinating story. Um, but anyway, today is my first day with them, but it was awarded to them, and in uh, with these contracts, um, it's commonplace for those who have been working on the contract to transition into the new company. And can, so that there can be a seamless continuation. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I didn't know that when we talked earlier. Yeah. Um, and this is all still pretty new to me, but I have you know friends that I'm working with now that have been doing these contracts for like 15 years and have gone through this multiple times. But this one is very different. And um, it wasn't necessarily different for me because it's my first time experiencing it, but it's been different for them. And that kind of got me a little worried because they were saying, you know, normally it's not like this. Um, so we kept hearing kind of through the grapevine that this new company was going to bring us over. And that sounds great, but... It doesn't mean a whole lot until it actually happens. Like you can yeah. tell me all these things, but it's on the paper, right? Um, so the uh, the grapevine sounded promising, but everyone was just like in this weird no man's land, and we were trying to figure out uh, what was going on, and so that was really weighing heavy on me. Um, Oh, yeah. I, so I kept listening to my, my, uh, my supervisor, Adrian, who's great. Who's actually, she might be listening to this. Shout out to Adrian. Adrian! Um, 
she's an Excel queen. Um, Excel master, Jedi, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, you know, she was very encouraging, but would always say, you know, if she didn't have any concrete um, information for a long time either. So, um, so we finally got the word um, that we were being pulled over. Um, and today is my first day with that new company, which is great. Awesome. I've got a sweet uh, pay increase and um, benefits cost significantly less per month. So um, that's all good. All that stress, all that stress, right? Yeah. And it actually is a good benefit so far. Yeah. Um, so, um, just dealing with that. So that's definitely been, been this weird kind of low and high at the same time, you know, um, I was able to, I have been able to go out and do a couple of walks. I did have a gout flare up and I think it's a result of my walking. Um, oh, and probably stress too. Well, yeah. And then like a couple of, uh, I guess Sunday night, I woke up in the middle of the night. My stomach was killing me, and I was and I ended up in the bathroom just throwing up, and I have no idea why. Do you think that was from the stress, Rob? I don't know. I don't know if it was something I ate. I don't know. I don't know, dude. It was so weird. Like, I went to bed, felt fine, and then just in the middle of the night, you, you have that feeling. You just have that feeling. You know it's. Yeah, uh, uh. yeah. Um, like in my stomach. So do you? And I tried to fight you, it for a long time, but then I started getting the mouth sweats. So I was like, oh, it's no. done yeah. after that. Yeah. Um, do you usually like, are you, I know some people like puke fairly often and some people don't. I'm, I'm someone who doesn't, but when I have to go, I, I feel so much better afterwards, but it's not that normal for me my stomach is pretty strong when it comes to like almost anything are you someone who pukes on a regular basis no man i uh i rarely puke not as rare as my wife i think my wife has only puked twice in her entire life she will fight it dude i'm telling you she will fight it to the bitter end and i was trying to serious it's nuts that's craziness like she just my wife's the exact opposite my wife gets sick like out of nowhere i'm like man yeah I, but when when it gets like it was sunday night i'm begging to throw up because i know it's gonna make me feel better yeah 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 and um and for nauseous dinner, is one of the worst feelings ever and for dinner we had had spaghetti so <laughs> that was gross with spaghetti and meatballs and it sucks because but nobody else got sick from the food yeah, so it probably wasn't food poisoning or anything. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm going to chalk it up. My executive decision, Dr. PK here is saying yeah. stress. Maybe. I think I might have an ulcer too. but And that probably yeah. also stems from stress. Definitely not all the coffee you drink. No. I. Um, <laughs> You're over here like, don't you, put that evil on my coffee. Yeah. And then you uh, like the... You ever dry heave when you're throwing up? Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. But I did laugh because uh, one time it was like this really hard dry heave, and I farted a little. 
and, and I laugh. Oh, that's perfect so with hard. the phone notification right yeah. there. Um, uh, uh, hopefully, it was just a fart, nothing more. It was. It was okay. Because you know that's the worst. Whenever you uh, you got coming out of both ends. Yeah, I, I, there was a moment where I was on the toilet with a trash can in front of me, just that, in case that never. As, but, I bet that was after the fart, though. Oh yeah, because you don't <laughs> think about it. You don't think about uh, it, and then it's like, then all of a sudden, and whoop. then you realize this could be a lot worse than it even is right now. <laughs> It's about to go down. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, oh man, that's great. So that was uh, yeah, that was rough. Um, it's just been a lot of different things, dude. Just I uh, and I had this realization. It was really a kind of a watershed moment for me. Okay. Um. For some reason, um, I can't remember. I can't remember why um, I got into this, but uh, several years ago, I had um, a couple of G Shock watches. And, okay. Yeah. Um, the I had two, I like and the battery in one of them died. So it was my favorite one. So I decided I was going to get uh, the battery out of the other one and put it in there. So I take the battery out of my favorite one, and one of the screws is stripped on the back, so I can't get it all the way off. And I kind of peek in there, and I can't see exactly where the battery is supposed to go. I expected to just see a battery sitting there on the top, yeah. and it wasn't like that. So then the other uh, watch was dead also, and uh, so I took the back off of it, and I go through, and I'm looking for in the process of looking for the battery, things got out of hand. Okay, I had the watch ended up completely taken apart to down to its individual base pieces. Like there was a PCB board, there was the display, there was the bezel, like it was nuts. And as soon as I took the back off of it, the spring goes bing and just shot somewhere. So I had no idea where that went, had no idea, I had no idea what that was meant to, you know, what that was for. And I ended up finding the battery, and it's a totally different size than what it needed. And I was so frustrated with that. Just, I couldn't, you know, this is in pieces. I didn't know how to put it back together or whatever. I was so frustrated. I just took both of the watches and put them in a sandwich bag. And they sat for years. And just kind of moved with me several times from Virginia to Kentucky, from Kentucky to Lilburn. And then from Lilburn to Snellville, like, I just had this bag of watch parts. And I, I couldn't bring myself to throw it away. But it was this yeah. constant reminder. And I, it always bothered me because I really enjoyed having those watches. Well, something got into me. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to fix these watches. Or the, at least the black one. So I go and get the the bag and I dump it all out. And now like parts are mixed together, or at least I think parts are all mixed together and I don't know what's what. And um, I figure out that the black one, my favorite one, is intact. It's good to go. I just need to replace the battery, I think. So I went and got a battery 
put it in there, fired right up. It was awesome. Took a screw from the other watch, put that in there. That watch is now working, and it's like brand new. It's awesome. There you go. The other watch, I was a couple days later. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna see if I can fix that one, or I'm gonna throw it away. Oh, here's the impetus to all of this is that I was cleaning off my dresser and that bag was okay. sitting in this like silver bowl. The bag's been desk. lingering forever, huh? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take care of this. I'm either going to fix this watch or I'm going to throw it away. So I got on YouTube, found all these screenshots of the insides of these watches and stuff. And I put it together. Um, went and got a battery for it. I put the watch together how I think it's supposed to go, but then I'm left over with this extra part. This PCB oh, that's the worst. board, like this little circuit board, had no idea where it went. None of the parts diagrams showed where it went. So then I started looking at battery replacement videos, and I noticed that, and there's there's this little hole in the top. You looked, I could see on this video um, into that hole, and I could see green in there. So I found those that piece and realized that piece comes apart. And that's where that board goes. So I put that board in there and got the watch all back together, put the battery in, fired right up. It's like brand new. Yes, sir. It's working. Now, here's what I realized. That is how I respond to everything in my life. That when I'm trying to do something and it doesn't go as smoothly as I want it, I say, screw it. And I just chuck it away. And All I just, or nothing. And I just let myself be mad. And I hate that, dude. I do that with my working, with my exercise. I do it with my diet. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you and tell you that I've done it with my wife, our marriage. And I would even venture to say that I've done that in my relationship with my kids. Going yeah. in with the desire to, to parent, to really parent and do well, do what's best for my kids. And when it doesn't stick, just going back to being frustrated and punitive. That's that's difficult, you know. But I, I wouldn't say that that's not unnormal for a parent, right? Yeah, I was but I'm literally mean, just talking to uh, another streamer this uh, this morning. And we were talking about how you, ideally you raise your children from ground up to be the, exactly how they want to be. And when they turn out like that, that's fantastic. But if they don't, it's the worst feeling on earth, right? Yeah. But I, you know, I think that, you know, you can only control so much, right? But putting in the effort is what you can control. Right. Across the board, right? Like this isn't necessarily just anything. About- yeah. Yeah. Anything. I just, and I, I, and here's the thing like, I could take that watch analogy even further. Like, if, if I would just get the piece that I know is needed, mm-hmm. it will work. Like, dude, I went years without just, I walked by watch batteries 
hundreds of times and just never bought one. I never and spent seven dollars. Five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, I I think that that's a great analogy for a lot of things we run into on our day to day, right? That we know. We walk by those things, and we'll use that as a as to paint the picture. We walk by these things on a regular basis, but we never pick them up and put in the. How long did it take you to replace that battery, Rob? Five minutes, maybe. Yeah. If even ten minutes, if I include the trip to the store and back. Ten minutes to fix something that's been bugging you for how many years? Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like that was the, that was the, but here's the beautiful part of that. Like we talked about gadgets and gadgets and what we use and apps and so forth. You're not, you're an iWatch user or Apple watch user like myself. How often are you going to wear that watch? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I have like seven watches now. So yeah, I'll just switch them in and out, but I'm going to wear it all the time now. On top of, with, with, you're going to double band it? No, no. I mean, you know, sometimes I'll wear my, uh, you know, if I go out on a walk or something, I'll wear my Apple watch. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, dude, go I've got some. house or whatever. Yeah. i got some sweet watches. i got another watch being delivered tomorrow. Nice. That's, That's a little treat to yourself. You yeah. fix the two on the counter. Yep. You're getting over some stress. So, yeah, and that's the thing, man. It's, um, I've learned that about myself. So now I need to respond to that lesson. Um, I need to respond to that realization by learning from it and recognizing when I fall back into that behavior. And that's not going to be, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be easy or that's going to be hard or. So let me ask you this and we're just to tell everybody listening, we did not, this is Rob and I talked about at the beginning before we start hit that record button today. We just literally said, let's just talk about what's been going on these past two weeks. So this is entirely ad lib. I think it's important for you guys to know that. Um, So what part in that process of your watch, what part do you feel like is the hardest for you to overcome? Was it shelving it? Was it throwing it in the bag and, and leaving it there? Was it it's the a, actual process a, of fixing it? It's a good question. And the answer to it is what um, the hardest part of it was putting in the effort to do to fix something and do and be responsible and do what is, you know, what I need to do and it not working. So Just like if I go original frustration, it was the original frustration yeah. of you trying to, you trying to take it apart at the very beginning was not the issue. You wanted to take it apart and fix it, but right. being that you ran into a roadblock is what threw it all off. Yeah. Okay. And so then let's fast forward to when I decided I'm, I'm going to go and work out um, and lift weights and I get injured again. Same thing. 
or it's like, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it's just over and over again. That's, um, that's my pattern. And I don't know, <clears throat> I've got to figure out, because what happens is I, I fall into the, the habit of, why does this keep happening to me? Well, it, it keeps happening. Like, people get injured. People try and do something, and it doesn't work out all the time. Mm. My problem is I pretend like this is some sort of um, predestined it's, fate to, to happen to over and over again to me. Like, it's this cycle that just, it, it's my existence, and it's not. The only thing that makes it that is when I respond to it and get frust in, in my way of being frustrated and just quitting. And I'll say whenever I've gotten injured uh, with workouts and so forth, I think part of the hard part for me is trying to figure out what I'm going to do while I'm injured to keep moving forward, not just sitting yeah. on my bootay. You know, so I have to like that having the treadmill and the bike at the same time when I had yeah. the the saddle sores going on, I tell you what, that treadmill was a godsend. Yeah, because that w allowed me to keep going. But if I would have stopped, poof, man, you know, but I, I get it. I, I get what you're saying. The hard part is, is. When you run into that barricade again, how do you tell yourself, no, I'm not stopping here, right? Because what is stopping? I mean, if I don't replace the the battery in that watch, the watch is useless. The yep. watch is and dead. If you, it is and trash. if you give up, if you give up on yourself, yeah. Well, we could say the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of brutal, right? It's truth. But it's the truth. You see it all the time with people who are sick, hmm. right? Um, where they give up on themselves, and they're really not that bad, but they give up on themselves, and it's the end, right? Yeah. That they never start working again. They're put in a bag and put up on a shelf, and that's it. Um. I don't want to collect dust anymore, dude. Yeah. Let's not. Let's not. So, man, you've had a lot going on. I yeah, have dude, too. It's been a crazy two weeks. And then, like, <laughs> fortunately, um, all my family is safe down in Florida. Good deal. Um, that, was, that was weighing on me. Um, yeah, dude. It, uh, it's been crazy. So I know you've been going through. Oh, hold on. Before we switch over to you, I need to finish with this. So because of all those things that I was going through over this last week, I became frustrated. Uh, like I didn't have, I, I didn't want to do the podcast. Yeah. And so I quit. I mean, I never, yeah, I never part. contacted you and said, Hey, I quit. But, you know, I was just like, I certainly didn't, uh, it wasn't a priority at all. And then people started contacting me that first Monday when there wasn't an episode. 
And I was, and I was like, and I could have said, oh, wow, people are really looking forward to this. But instead, I thought, way to go, man. You just let people down. I'm telling you, dude, I've got some, I've got some issues, bro. But, but here's the thing, right? So that first week when we didn't even talk, right? Yeah. And I knew we missed recording, but I had so much going on in my personal life also that I was like, okay, this gives me some time, mm-hmm. right? And then the second week wrapped around and I'm like, it didn't record again. And I think in the back of my head, well, we might be done, mm-hmm. right? And it is what it is. It was a fun 13 episodes. Shout out to the Baker's Dozen. Um, but it, uh, you know, it was what, and then you texted me right after I'm thinking these things, right? You texted me, hey, we need to, you know, I've had a lot going on, da, da, da. I said, that's cool. Um, give yourself some time. And then I think like two days later, you go, hey, just found out. Yeah. I've got, I've got a job, you know, yeah. I'm in a better mental space because I know what that's been like because I just recently went through something similar with my job where they were doing an entire reorganization at my company, and I didn't know if I was working. I We had three months where we weren't doing anything at all. We were just sitting there on our hands waiting on word mm. if we're going to be with the company or, or not anymore. So I can feel you on that for sure. Totally, totally sympathize. But... Yeah, sorry to our listeners. We're back. Yeah, we're gonna make it a point, and uh, we'll get at it because you I know want... it comes around. And uh, <laughs> when we post this, is our next shirtless pictures, which I'm gonna tell you is not gonna be good. I, I don't, I, I don't have faith in myself. Yeah. Well, me either. I mean, but, not in hey. you, in myself. No, no, I was following but, you. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, man. I don't have faith in you either. So, <laughs> so uh, I know you've had some other stuff going on. You want to get into that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I'll get I'll get kind of a little personal with my family here. So, um, I'll start off with you know my son was home um, what three weeks ago from the UK. He's in the military. I call him my son. Technically, he's my nephew. And he was in an abusive household um, growing up and uh, got put into foster care, and we got him out of foster care. He's my wife's uh, nephew. Um, Got him out of foster care and took custody of him when he was seven. And we raised him uh, since he was seven. He's now 21. And uh, he has two sisters. Well, we got a phone call. Um recently, you know, from their mother, basically expressing how they were about to be kicked out of their house. One of the girls was in, um, one of the girls was at her grandmother's house, which is the abusive house that the reason why my son um, was with us. So uh, some things started to pop off there. Next thing you know, a uh, week and a half ago, um, my wife and I are driving uh, to Florida to pack up two children, 12 and 9, 
pack up two children, one with some major disabilities, uh, to come live with us temporarily. So I it went from an empty nester house with just myself, my wife, and my mom, you know, pretty calm. You do what you want to do every day to uh, taking in uh, two kids and uh, one one that has to uh, have a lot of lot of help, uh, physical help uh, day to day. So um, it's been a huge stressor uh, on myself. Uh, my wife, uh, there's been some tears shed, <laughs> I'll be 100% honest, uh, because it's just stressful taking that stuff on out of nowhere. But but as I was talking to somebody earlier today, you don't really, if you're a decent person, you don't really make that a mental choice. You just deal with it hmm. and roll with it and be strong because you got to be there for the children, right? Um so, so we're working with with that, and of course, here in the county I'm in, they're out of school this week, so I can't register the uh, the twelve year old. The nine year old uh, basically has to be homeschooled because of uh, some previous seizures and stuff. She's she like can't read, can't do numbers very well. So we're we're teaching her from the ground up, but it's uh it's been a trying trying time. Uh, and of course, during all this, my mom is uh, over in Oregon um, visiting my sister. So it's we don't have the help of a third person, no. which definitely is going to be nice when she's back. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's put a stressor on my workouts. I'm not going to lie. You know, family comes first in my eyes. And uh, I, I often put family ahead of myself. Uh, and I have to remember that... Uh, if I'm not here for them, it all means for nothing, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. I've got to keep working out. I've got to keep doing streams for my mental wellness um, and uh, and go from there. But uh, each day gets better. I will say that each day gets better. So we're, we're working together uh, as a unit, um, and, and we're rolling from there. Uh, but the highs have been... I've been able to play pickleball quite a bit <laughs> before before the girls came. We've we've gone uh, twice with the girls, uh, and they just kind of hang out. Um, but uh, trying to get some pickleball and got some some new uh, pickleball paddles from uh, Battle in uh, B A D D L E, and uh, I'm loving them so far. So, dude, um, I gotta figure out how <clears throat> you're getting all these. I need your whatever script it is that you're sweet talking these. <laughs> people i'm gonna start calling you uh, i'm gonna start calling you honey lips honey lips whatever, oh, you're saying, whatever you're saying they are loving it well you know it's, it's the fastest growing sport in the u.s so they they need people to help them so i'm i'm hopefully going to be helping out you know uh, so shout out to uh the three companies so far that have uh hooked hooked pk up and that's diadem uh onyx and uh battle I appreciate every single one of those companies because um, it makes it makes me getting in back into sport a little bit more fun, and I have a lot more fun uh, when I can work out and be around people, socialize, and have a good time. I mean, it's the hell of a hell of a good time every single time. So, yeah. yeah. Is there a particular day that you you find yourself <clears throat> playing? Uh, not really. I mean, it's whenever I can get 
you know enough people together to play. I, Wednesdays is open court night uh, where I am, so I've been playing on Wednesdays. Um, yesterday I played a little bit, uh, only like three or four games, um, but it uh, it just depends. You know, Saturdays are easy for me. Wednesdays are easy for me. Uh, so we're going to have to make to where you come oh, yeah. over and we do this. We I need to this. find a, the closest place to my house so that I can yeah. start playing <clears throat> regularly. They moved the night. Uh, I was going up to uh, uh, Cumming. No, that's where you are, right? Yeah, you're not coming to Cummings. <laughs> I was, Otherwise, um, I you were in Winder. Winder, yeah. Uh, but they moved the night from uh, Thursday to Wednesday, I think. And it's or jacked Wednesday. you up. Yeah, so it's just um, I got to find a place that's closer because uh, I want to. It makes it nice being only five minutes away. I, I oh no doubt. Throw that out there. You know that that's a huge differential to be able to go. All right, pack up, kids. Let's roll. We're going to play some pickleball. So my uh, um, my cousin Mikey was in his first uh, pickleball tournament last weekend. They got second place. Nice, nice. Mikey getting second. Yep. So that was cool. But um, yeah, I kind of figured this was going to be a, a shorter episode. Um. But we didn't want it to go any longer uh, without saying something to you guys and and just getting in your ear again. Um, you know, I easily could have found myself getting frustrated that uh, that we let this kind of dissolve. And Lord knows that I'm willing to quit when I get frustrated. So I'm glad. Well, and, and the interesting part is that, you know, I was entirely content with, all right, well, that was it, right? Mm -hmm. It's mentally where my headspace is. Um, so I'm in a similar boat as you, but a little different mentality on that. So yeah. um, just glad to be back at it, getting y'all's ears once again and, and, and keep on going. So sometimes our motivation, right? Because uh, we hear from you guys how much we motivate you. Um our personal motivation is not necessarily always top top yeah, tier key. That's a weird dynamic right there. But but I think it's important for you guys to we rise up as a community and uh, help each other out there. Um, so if you guys see us slacking, hmm. check us, check yeah. us. I think that's important. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thank you guys for uh, for being patient with us. Um, make sure you reach out to uh, your friends and family. Let them know that you love them. You know, with this hurricane coming through and uh, some other things um, kind of happening, I just realized more and more how, how important it is to communicate that to the people you care about instead of waiting until it's too late. So reach out to somebody you haven't talked to in a while in a while and put a smile on their face and take care of yourself you're totally worth it yeah big well, time parker thanks buddy for being patient with me and uh, the same to you rob i'm glad glad to be back on the microphone to see that beautiful face once again i don't know about that part but 
All right, buddy. Y'all, this has been the uh, Loud Rooster Podcast. I am Rob, and he is PK. Peace out. Peace.